I'm still, I'm still Rusty from the block. Da 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 da. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. You know that song? This is not our official podcast intro song, by the way. Don't it worry. is, bro. I'm yeah. Jenny from the block. I'm Jennifer Lopez you tweeted from the that. Bronx. You, you tweeted that. Yeah, right? Rusty gotcha. from the block, bro. Wait, is it? I'm Gen- still me. Oh, it's a J Lo thing. Yeah, but it's her song. But it's a fire song. It's oh. her basically saying, "Doesn't matter how many diamonds I got, I'm still Jenny from the block." Like from Bronx. She has that new movie out about being a stripper, right? Whoa, I did not know this. Yeah, it's her of Constance Wu and like Cardi B. Oh, Hustlers. Hustlers. I seen that yeah. on the billboards. There's been a shit ton of trailers around LA. And stuff. Sorry, I lost my voice um, because I was sick. And then um, I went to my friend's warehouse party, uh, who we might be doing shit with him. It's called mm-hmm. The Collection, which is dope. And then Saturday night was the one year anniversary of this dope latin party that we go to yeah and kyle came with us to poppy yep and he was in full coachella effect which not, is beautiful not really i Actually, mean he was half tilt he was I, half tilt half tilt yeah but we, we went to, shot for shot and i survived and he didn't so let's yeah let's think about that for a second it was a pretty big party so Rustin invited me to that he usually goes to like the smaller ones but i had to check it out it's called al tune tune mm-hmm. and it's latin music and i was like yeah this is gonna be a rager it's at poppy it's a pretty popular club so i was down so i started like you know, getting ready for it, aka shot for shot with Rusty. How many? I think before we got to the club, it was up like around ten. I think it was like seven to ten. It right? was nine, nine ish. Yeah. And then when we got to the club. I think I took a shot without you at the table, and then Rustin was like, "Let's go buy four shots." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, I mean, I'm not, My I'm thinking not... was I needed to keep up with this guy so he knows that I can keep up with. Dude, him. I know you could keep up, but I was just like, uh, I, I just couldn't because you don't have Chase there. It's just a plain tequila shot. It already tastes so much more worse when you're like twelve deep. That I was just like, dude, I'm, I'm done. You go for it. So he took three, I took one, and yeah. he beat me out. I almost didn't take the third one. Yeah, and then Cal was like, "You have to do it." And so then I gave him a whole speech about yeah. how we're gonna be like, yeah. "What did I say?" We we had a, <laughs> we had an entire like fucking motivational Tony Robbins ass moment before with the last shot sitting there. I was yeah, like, "Rustin, I was, I was like, this is for success." Yeah, <laughs> we're just like, "We're gonna kill it." Yeah. All this, we're just like, and I took the shot. Yeah. It was great, and that was that was part of the weekend. But- shout out Andres. Shout out Alicia making Altoon Tune the sickest. You guys don't listen to this podcast, but I'm shouting you out and then I'm going to yeah. send you the episode so you know okay. that we love you. So that was Thank a long you. intro, but we'll start with the topics. But first off, this is the Hype Geek Podcast. Wait, I didn't even explain. The reason we were, I was telling you that story is because I lost my voice. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. We went on a tangent. Okay. But anyways, back to the intro. This is the Hype Geek Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything culture, fashion, music, and how that intertwines with esports and gaming. Yep. Because this is the world where gaming is becoming cool now, right? Mm-hmm. And we're the coolest gamers out there, correct? We are literally leading the charge for the yeah. Hype Geeks. Yeah. We're the front men. Men. We're the front men. We're the gatekeepers. Yeah, bro. Of cool. We are Yeezys and shit. We play Fortnite and shit. Listen, if you want to know what's dope <laughs> in gaming, or if you want to know what's even happening in esports, this is the podcast you go to. Yep. We'll be talking about... Our we got the plugs. Sorry, we got the back doors. We got even the real news yep. and our perspectives. They're important. Trust. We'll be talking about COD Champs, our experience going to that this past weekend. Yes. These Twitch girls exposing Twitch or exposing ex- themselves themselves on Twitch. on Twitch. Yeah. A new investor in phase, which we seem to be pretty much talking about every other week. Interesting. And a new gaming movement that we're starting to see surge up. Yeah, I might even be in on it. I don't know. Yeah. So. Continue our story of this past weekend, other than just going to that party that we're just talking about, 
We also went to COD Champs. Correct. Right? It was the Call of Duty World Championship. Is the final event of the Black Ops 4 COD title. It was $2 million prize pool, I believe. And every year, they do a whole new series for the game yeah. that they release. So this year was Black Ops 4. Mm-hmm. Next year will be Call of Duty Modern Warfare and an esports series around yeah. that. So the interesting part about that is this, and it's speculated to be one of the last COD champs because we don't know what next year's structure is going to look like. Next year is going to be franchised like the Overwatch League, meaning Los Angeles has a team, you know, Atlanta has a team, and they play home and away games. So it's different than the structure that is currently set in place for Call of Duty World Yeah, League. so some people are saying this is the last COD Champs. Um, I'm sure there'll be a very large end-of-the-year tournament. It's not just going to be... like 100%. There'll probably be like a Super Bowl oh, slash finals. World Cup yeah. finals, um, but it's not going to be called CWL anymore, right? I think it's called CDL. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what Lamar tweeted when he said, I'll be a free agent for next season CDL. Oh, yeah, Call of Duty League. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. Call of Duty League. So that's going to be cool. There's a lot of different um, structure changes, and I'm excited to see the growth, but... It'll be just an entire regrowing. Like we talked about the different ways that they could do this on a city-based franchise model, but a lot of these players are like no longer part of their teams. Like our friends who we went to watch, Accuracy and Attach, they're both part of Evil Geniuses, and Evil Geniuses announced that they won't be buying a franchise slot. Yeah, which means that Evil Geniuses no longer exist in Call of Duty. Yeah. So those guys, once the tournament was over, they're now all free agents. Dylan or Attach went back to FaZe, who he was currently on loan of for EG. He went back to FaZe, and now Accuracy is a free agent. So like a lot of things are shifting. Like Everyone is now moving different places. People are trying to find their spots. There's going to be a draft, There's I gonna think, be a draft. which yep. is going to be really interesting because you'll probably need to move to a different city. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, this, pretty yeah, crazy. this weekend, a deck was leaked about the Call really? of Duty League. Oh, shit. So I'm going to combine what was leaked from the deck as well as what different pro players that I know in Call of Duty have told me in passing and people involved deeply in Call of Duty. So you guys are getting some inside scoops here. One, the teams will have seven to ten players. A normal COD squad is five people. So substitutes? Yeah. Do we know if the next year's Call of Duty is even going to be five players? I don't know. I mean, it would be smart for it to be five players from a business perspective because... That means that the teams will have more people playing. It's more chaotic. There's a lot more action. Business perspective, but it'll cost more to have five players. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the better move is, but if they're saying seven to 10, it has to be a five, five aside. Yeah. And then the what I've heard also is that the minimum salary for a player is $50,000. That's the minimum they're going to make. Wait, a, a month? Or no, a year. Oh, okay. A year. <laughs> I was like, a holy year. fuck. A year. And then, and then okay. they, at the minimum, they can take, or the COD player gets at the minimum 50% of the winnings. Mm-hmm. The rest is up to. Really? Yeah. Is do, up we, to, do we know anything about ticket sales? No idea. No idea. No idea. Sales. Okay. Um, I've heard from, through the grapevine that the reason that big teams aren't buying into the Call of Duty League is because the price is too high for the possible return on investment. Mm. Call of Duty is telling them that it's gonna cost anywhere from 20 to 40 million for a slot, right? And they're saying you're gonna make that back in five years. But if you were at the Call of Duty League, Call of Duty World League champs at Poly Pavilion, it was packed. Half of Poly Pavilion was filled with people to watch this. But half of a basketball arena at UCLA is not 
enough to say that, and this was the biggest event of the year in LA. Yeah. Is not enough to say that they're gonna make their twenty to forty million dollars back off merch and ticket sales in different cities that aren't LA too. Yeah, and like, but they're saying that in the Overwatch League they made double what they predicted in the first year. Hmm. So who knows? Maybe they know something we don't. But we also know that they have been like straight up fugazing their numbers in the deck from what I've heard through back channels. Yeah. For example, they said that at the the Miami uh, Open for Call of Duty this year, there were 18,000 people that attended that. All the people that I know that went there told me there's no fucking way 18,000 people were at that event. Hmm. But Activision is telling team owners that, that that's the case. That's really interesting. And I've also heard that a couple big teams are not buying franchise slots. Ones that you wouldn't expect. I haven't even told you this. What is it? I can't say it, obviously, because oh. they're making a video about it, a couple of them, about not joining. Ooh, watch out for that. Yeah, I might have just said too much. But basically, <laughs> they're not going in because of the same reason. They don't think that... Rustin gets sniped through his window fuck, right now. There's a red dot on my forehead. <laughs> yeah. He's like, when did you become Indian? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, um, the... The fact of the matter is, it's too expensive to get in according to people that actually know about Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. And so that's why some people aren't buying teams and people are like, how is this gonna work if you're charging this much money when we know what Call of Duty looks like right now? They may be going too big too soon. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe not. And towards those numbers of like, I guess like their inflation of numbers, there's stats of the Pro League viewership over last year to this year mm. last year's game was world war ii and this year's game was black ops 4 and surprisingly enough there wasn't that big of an increase no Small. significant increase at all can you tell us the peak viewers of last year versus this year yeah so the peak viewers of last year was actually higher at a hundred thousand interesting for the optic gaming versus phase clan game and then for the for this year optic gaming versus luminosity gaming is only eighty one thousand. And then for average viewers this year, I thought Optic versus Hundred Thieves hit hundred sixty thousand. That same Twitter account tweeted that, the mm -hmm. one that you pulled up. That's what confused me. Okay, so maybe they only compared to them and got. Oh, cause this is a pro league. I've I have no idea. Maybe, I don't know why they structured it like this. But first off, Optic Gaming pulls in the most viewers, hundred percent. So all the top peak all the games top peaks are Optic versus Optic. another Optic team. Optic versus Hundred Thieves. Optic versus UIU. Optic versus Midnight. Like it's That's, such bullshit. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, yeah, it sucks because optic fanboys are hilarious. But yeah, um, that tells you something that in the Call of Duty League there will be no optic gaming because they were purchased by Immortals. Um, Immortals. That's why people are saying this is Optic's last COD champs. Yeah, yeah, but also it's like, dude, another reason for why the Call of Duty League isn't as valued as it should be, or it's overvalued, is because. Optic Gaming, the person who brings the most amount of money and fans to that scene, the brand no longer exists. Yeah, the brand no longer exists. Obviously, people are attached to more of the players, but there is still some sort of cultural buildup from Optic Gaming themselves yeah. that is like ingrained into Call of Duty's history. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just let that be, and people seeing them in what is Immortals Colors Blue will just like no they're green or yeah. la valiant is green which is a team that they own in the overwatch league yeah and so that would mean that la valiant is going to be their team in the call of duty league so it's probably going to be green and yellow yeah i'm not going to read you the rest of these numbers they're pretty much the same between 2018 and 2019 between okay. those two games so it's kind of surprising that 
You would expect an increase, especially with the franchise coming. I feel like that's the pro league and not yeah. champs itself. No, no, it's though. the pro league. Oh, it's pro league okay. games. So that's got why. It. Got it. But got like, it. Got it. Got it. Got it. The pro league is more it's, representative of what goes on during the season, anyway. Yeah, which right? is what the Call of Duty League will be. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And I was watching an optic formal podcast with Hex. It's mm-hmm. the eavesdrop podcast. If you love Optic Gaming, watch that. 100%. Why are you promoting other people's podcasts on our podcast, <laughs> you're right, bro? You're right, you're right. The fuck? Listen to us first, but I'll give you an insight so you don't have to listen to it, actually. But for, Hex was asking, like, what would you want changed in the Pro League if you were to change anything? He just said that when I went to the Pro League, each game didn't feel important at all. Like, it didn't feel like it mattered. Like, yeah. everyone knows that Champs matters and the titles like Seattle, Miami, Seattle, Vegas, like, those matter. But when it comes to those daily games where they just play one game in the morning or one like the next day they play one or two games, they felt like they didn't care about it. They didn't care if they lost or won. There's no nothing on the line. Yeah, I never yeah. cared about it either. Yeah, like, like as a spectator. Exactly. So imagine that on a franchise level where they're traveling these places. People are t- selling tickets, but do you think that would encourage players to, or yeah, the players to feel that? oh, this is important because I'm in the live stage. There's actual people coming here. Because when it was in the pro league, there was no audience at all. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it, it might. It, but it, w- it definitely will. Yeah. It will change things because they're on a stage. Yeah. And like what matter. Lamar was telling me, who's uh, he, accuracy. EG accuracy. Well, now he's a free agent. He's like, dude, when you get on the stage, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, About the games themselves, from Evil Geniuses, what I've heard is and I've seen is they were four points away from knocking out or putting the six person points away. Six, six points away from putting the person who won champs into the losers bracket, yeah. and mo- a lot of you would be saying doesn't matter. They could just go through the losers bracket and win the whole thing. COD is so momentum based. It like all the teams are pretty much around the same level. It really just comes down to like, can you keep the momentum going? Because things happen so quickly that it really is all mental. And if you think you're fucked, then you're just super fucked. Yeah, it's. It's heartbreaking watching games like that, especially <coughs> as their friends and fans. It's like, if you guys know the game mode, I'm not going to really dive deep into it. But hard point is you sit in a point for as long as possible. You have to reach 250. They were at 244, and, and the other was team was at 170. 170 something. something. So they only need to sit in six more, but they somehow lost it. And then that team, E United, went to win the entire thing, which is congratulations to E United. They're, they've been consistent the entire year. Um, they did a really good job. Really yeah. solid team. Um, um, little, they're trash talkers, but I mean, yeah, they're, I, they're doing well. Yeah, some people don't like them. Um, I got <laughs> to sit. People. I got to sit next to Lamar and J and Accuracy and J Cap, who's like another veteran pro in the COD scene. So it was cool sitting next to those guys and watching them talk about the game because yeah. you get such a different perspective on things. Yeah, and they're actually so fucking funny and chill. Yeah. yeah. Um. So those are all my takeaways. The last takeaway is Mountain Dew Game Fuel is the fucking greatest gaming drink ever. I love that shit so much. It is so tasty. Damn, I didn't know we had our first ad in here. Well, that's not an ad, but Mountain Dew Game Fuel, sponsor me, bro. I pulled up to their booth, and I was telling Kat how uh, one of our friends, Yasuo, his name, his real name's Mo, but Yasuo is like a League of Legends streamer, and he was like, bro, my favorite drink is Mountain Dew Game Fuel. They paid me to do an ad. Like, I'm telling him, this and then after that i would i just kept buying it on amazon that's how much i loved it i was explaining that to cat like this guy did it on his stream all that the person working the booth overheard me and thought i was the guy who was talking about it on my stream yeah so he hooked me up with like a can gave me his twitter i didn't tell you this later on he gave me his twitter all this stuff 
But the problem is he doesn't actually work for Mountain Dew Game Fuel. He works for he's just contracted by them, but he works for a different esports team. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that shit is delicious. Yeah. I love it so much. Just don't get the OG flavor. It's ass. But try, <laughs> the red one, the blue one are fire. The yellow one's interesting. Fuck. I want Mountain Dew right now. Dude. Should we talk about FaZe Clan? Yeah, that's the next topic? Yeah. All right, sure. FaZe Clan got yeah. Offset to invest in them. And it wasn't just like Offset like from the Migos, okay? Yeah. He posted a picture of him wearing a dope face hoodie, all this stuff. It wasn't just, from what I've heard, it wasn't just like him get equity and he'll do an Instagram post. The fool dropped racks. Yeah. He put in money. Yeah. Probably cash. Like dollar bills. In in a briefcase. Yeah. And just handed it to them. Dude, you've seen his car karaoke with James whatever from the Nate Night Show? James Corden. Yeah. He's walking around with like 100 G's in his Merce. Yeah, he's balling. So I'm sure, like, in relative to other investors, it's probably a large check. But relative to him, it's probably a tiny check. True. <laughs> so, True. But so, so yeah, he invested in them, and then we also uh, heard um, that dude, they're about to do some insane shit over the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, we we're close to the guys over there at Phase, and again, oh, they also just want to thank them for hooking us up with some merch at the CWL COD Champs. We just went by the booth, recognized yeah. some of the guys, and they're like, "Cat got phased up." Yeah, I got, I got the gamer girl shirt, the one with the it's anime dope. girl on her yeah, knees holding the controller. That's the one that I would have grabbed. Yeah, and then my twin brother Kim also went and grabbed him a shirt. Just got a rep phase clan. Those guys are, they have big plans, and with the offset thing, like usually when a celebrity invests, like we don't know what the Drake and Heart Thieves deal structure look like, but some people would assume that. He probably put in a little little check just for the PR, and then he gets a shit ton of equity from it. Yeah. Um, but it from what we hear is like the offset thing was like he's actually knows he's actually doing it for a return. Yeah, you know? he, and he ca- that shows that he cares. He cares and he believes in them. Yeah, which is a lot more important. I mean, I, I'm only assuming these things from the Drake thing, but yeah. a lot of people will assume that from celebrity investors, that's what they're known for, right? right. It's just for the PR. Yeah. Because if any of those guys invest and you get a shit ton of free PR, you don't need to do any of that yourself. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much Phase yeah. Clan news. Yeah. Um, random news. One of our friends is gonna get signed to a major team. That's it. That's, that's all it. I'm gonna say. Just look out for that. We this will, week we will talk about it when it gets announced. Or next week. Next week. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Another random news is Twitch girls. So there's a lot of things going on with Twitch girls. There's a lot of bad press around them. One of them was the girl that, oh no, actually, we wanted the girl that she like threw her dog behind her. Another cat. one was a, threw her cat. Th- her cat behind her. Another one was a YouTuber who like beat, beat her, her dog. dog. <laughs> and then what's up with these girls? Yeah, man? <laughs> and now and now there's these girls on Twitch. They're from Korea. These four girls who would literally just strip to their underwear on stream. They peaked at twenty thousand viewers. I Absurd. think. Absurd. Like what the hell? They got into a bathtub that the other side of it was a window. Yeah. So you could see them pushing their bodies up against the glass in the water. Oh my god! Like, I don't understand how they get away with that. They got a three-day ban. That's it. And people are complaining because whenever a guy does anything somewhat like derogatory in any way, he gets he gets banned like permanently. Yeah, like some people don't get their Twitch accounts back. Like Faze Highest guy, innocent twelve year old, yeah, just because he he's underage. He doesn't have an account. He doesn't have an account. But these girls can like show their tits against glass with water poured over them. Like yeah. I don't understand. So it, dude. there's a huge debate in the current ecosystem of content creation, whether it's on Twitch or YouTube, about whether 
these companies treat girls and guys fairly? Do they just want girls on their platforms so they don't want to ban them? Or oh, are they just being more lenient? That's interesting. Yeah, like it's a whole it's a whole thing. People are, when these girls only get banned for three days, everyone's just like, dude, if a guy just like showed his dick on stream, he'd be banned forever. Like they're just like going off because there's this huge debate and people think it's unfair and this like this weird feminist movement. I don't know. This reminds me of when that guy got a blowjob on his Twitch stream. Oh my god, that was hilarious. They're all like they're like on some sort of drugs. Like, yeah, yeah. I think they were like rolling. They're rolled out. Yeah, they're yeah. on Molly and the guy got a blowjob. That was like one of our first episodes, I think, that we yeah, talked about it. Talk about it's a, it's pretty funny. You should look it There's up. There's a clip. <laughs> you don't see anything, but you you, you see, see a girl. Face. You see him playing games. And all I think was he playing games. Yeah. Or was, and just, all of a sudden, chatting. a girl's head just appear, like appears off his lap, and everyone's yeah. like, "What?" The, the whole fuck? time, his face is like he's yeah. feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what's gonna happen to these girls. There might be more updates on it. Feel free to check it out. Yeah, but like, we'll, that's we'll just part of the did. debate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last on, topic. Right? The, yeah, the last topic is still aligned with Twitch. But yeah. basically, because Fortnite's ass right now, because of the mechs and everything, mm-hmm. everyone's going to Minecraft. Dude, do you know what they just added to Fortnite? Sorry to interrupt. No, continue. They added this the thing where Rift. Yeah, the chunk rift. I haven't played that yet. But I mean, like, I, it's supposed to counter the mech, like, in the. Tr- in the the trailer they showed like you throw out the mech and it just destroys the mech oh but like it also destroys builds i mean when i was watching it on stream today it seemed pretty balanced like i feel like you escape it pretty it doesn't drop immediately so whatever but that's that's besides the point so fortnite's making all these different changes almost once a week they're doing these crazy things that could possibly change the meta and so far it's been a decline and they actually released a statement about the mech so the mech in the game is a very unbalanced mechanic where it's like a you step into a robot it's a two-person robot that could literally fuck you in the butt yeah and they put it in there because they want casual players to have fun and they playing Fortnite. and they stated that specifically but my thing is i don't consider myself i consider myself ca- casual because i'm not good you know like i i play a lot but i'm not good enough yet I don't want to use a. I don't no, want to win by using you, a mech. Because you, you have respect for the game, dude. When I when Arjun played with me, do you know how excited he was for the mech? Arjun's <laughs> my roommate. He's the biggest noob. Like he's actually a bot, like a straight bot. Like just. Walks. It doesn't feel like winning if you win with the yeah, mech. Yeah, but when he saw it, he got so excited. So this plays right towards what they want. They stated mm. they put a statement out saying what we did with the mech is very intentional because they just like. These, these kids like Arjun, they could get eight kills in a game and that will keep them addicted to the game. Whereas like if you didn't have that, they'd just die right off the bat. But like maybe me or you could get eight kills in a game by actually playing the game. Yeah. But they wanted to make it balanced because maybe players like you who don't have respect for the mech won't use it. I, I don't know. There might be a balance between it, but still people are abusing it. And at least in competitive modes, they decrease the probability of it landing. But that was my entire Fortnite fucking. They should tangent. just completely remove it from competitive. Yeah, I don't know how that's not abundantly clear. Yeah. But anyway, back to Minecraft. So yeah. So it's the reason why Minecraft is what well, we believe Minecraft is starting to be on the uprise. Minecraft's having a moment because Fortnite is is trash. Like a lot of streamers are starting to move to it. I see Valkyrie playing it. I Myth. see Myth playing. It. I see Symphony playing Nate it. Nateshot. Nateshot. Courage. Courage. Hex. Um, a lot of people are playing Minecraft and. It's a fucking beautiful game. It's fun to play. Yeah. I And I was thinking about it. Minecraft is something I want to start streaming because you don't actually have to be that good. It's more personality-based. Yeah. You know? And I, I think I have a good personality. Yeah. Right? Or I have a terrible one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Regarding Minecraft, though, there was something I wanted to say about... Oh, it, the Minecraft moment had me thinking about, like, 
when are we going to see another game that's going to have a moment? Yeah. Um, like Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And I thought about like the cycle of, okay, from Call of Duty to Twitch, or sorry, Call of Duty to League of Legends. League of Legends really blew up on the internet through, basically, when Twitch released, I, I was thinking about when do people become famous? Mm-hmm. And the people that are famous on Twitch, majority of them came up off of a game surging in popularity. Yeah. So I was like, how do I become famous? That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. How do I become a famous streamer on Twitch? Well, I would have to get on a game early that surged with popularity. Yeah. So for example, like Yasuo, he's famous on Twitch and he's just plays a lot of League of Legends. Like now he he's not really that, com- like he wouldn't be competing in league but he's still kind of good but he's not like as good as everyone else right yeah, yeah. so mainly his personality now yeah so i was thinking like when's that moment gonna happen again well league of legends and twitch happened at like the same time but then fortnite came along probably it was like probably like four years after yeah league had its moment mm-hmm. um and now we're two years into fortnite i feel like in two more years there's gonna be another game that's gonna have its two moment years? yeah all right two years well hopefully two years from now if this podcast is still going we'll have that whole call back to yep. this podcast it's gonna be a different genre though mm. yeah well yeah i mean league of legends and fortnite battle royale is different like completely just di- like a new category no, of ba- like, like not completely different okay. but like it's gonna be something like auto chess that almost happened almost happened the auto battler thing with team fight it almost happened yeah but i'm saying like there's gonna be one give it because you need a new genre, which is what Auto Chess did, but then you need someone who's on the downfall. So like Fortnite is so popular that Auto Chess couldn't break through it. Yes. So we're going to ha- in 2 years we're going to have something that's going to be an innovative category and a bunch of people are going to be tired of playing Fortnite and they're going to go to that and it's going to cause a massive uplift. Mm-hmm. And so you want to hop onto that game right as it's getting upstarted because two things will happen. One, it's brand new so people want to watch it and two, you can actually be good at the game because people aren't still aren't super raw at it yet. Yeah, yeah. So it'll play into your favor. Yeah, I feel that. I, I'm excited for that to happen. I think even for me, if you guys know me in this podcast, I love Fortnite. You probably could tell in the past five minutes I just tried talking about Fortnite as much as possible. But it's actually been getting pretty dull for me. Like, I don't have the biggest urge. Like, I really wanted Arena's trios to come out. And when it did, I was pretty excited. But even now, it just doesn't give me the same excitement. I couldn't play it for as long as I really wanted to back, like, even just a month ago. Could be the patch, maybe the frustration. But it feels like I'm almost growing out of it. So, like, that's why I want to start streaming to maybe find a passion for wanting to play these games again. Mm -hmm. So, watch out for those streams. But, again, Minecraft is something I also want to play because uh, it's just enjoyable. I think Ninja tweeted out asking people, why do you enjoy Minecraft? And a lot of people answered saying, because, like, in this world of esports and gaming, this is the f- one game where it's just hanging out with your friends and being creative. It's a creative outlet. Yeah, I like that. Like the, a lot of people don't understand Minecraft. Like a lot of my friends, when I tell them let's let's play Minecraft, they're like, no, because they see the. They don't know what to, what you play in it. Yeah, they That's don't understand. The they like we're like, yeah, it's a free world. You do whatever you want, but they see the graphics and that just turns them off because they can't see past that. But if you really take Minecraft for what it is, it's a sandbox, right? It's very simple. But using the simple elements like in real life, you're able to create your entire world, entire ecosystem of like animals, farming. Like there's so many things you do starting off with nothing but your own bare hands. Yeah, me and my friends in high school, that was right when Minecraft Mobile came out. 
and you could do 2v2 like you, you, yeah. well no you had four people in a server yeah. and like in high school senior year we were in ib which is like the highest of high classes yeah. for super smart kids and so they didn't care about us they were like you guys you're disciplined you'll take care of this stuff so in all our classes me and my friends play would minecraft. fuck around and play minecraft yeah and we had like wars it would be like me and my friend aria against my friend hayden and stefan and we would have layers right and we'd battle for resources and it was so much fun like we were yeah. just raiding each other like at one point like i died and they took everything from us i had to start all over again but there were less resources and then i came in snuck into their base and blew the whole thing up and started them over yeah. but it's shit like that that like it's the fact that you're doing it through a medium yeah. with your friends yeah it's just it's cross-platform right um i have no idea actually we could like if you get on ps4 i could play with i'm not you. playing minecraft on ps4 i'm just i'm yeah, yeah. hypothetical yeah, yeah okay because i want to start streaming i'm gonna do an instagram poll on you call cmtv see if you know, would you prefer us to stream Minecraft or Fortnite? My take is people are probably gonna say Fortnite. Yeah. But I just want to see if, pe if there's interest. I might just keep doing some Minecraft stuff. I spent hours building my entire mansion in high school, but I wish you could find clips. But I, I was, I literally love that. So I was, I'm really happy that Minecraft is getting its attention back. Cause I know it was always massive. It's always massive. It's always been massive, but like. For major streamers to be pulling like now with minecraft monday keemstar's thing and people streaming on a casual basis i'm happy because it's a game where you can't get frustrated at it you know like you might get frustrated but it's not going to be like a mech update you know right so yeah that's that's all for this podcast you know just hearing our thoughts again we last like, thing oh, okay one more sorry no huge shout out to ryan lee oh yeah ryan lee the homie we actually talked to him recently he was one of the og customers or let's just say member i don't like to say customer yeah, well, og member. members of e-coliseum's pop-up in downtown la and he's literally the pinnacle of what we like to see in our customers and he's exactly like every other listener out there and we we fuck with all you guys you know if you guys listen to this podcast please leave a like share with your friends help us grow we do this for you guys it's currently 9 p.m we're sitting here grinding this out mm -hmm. had a long day at work but this isn't work to us. We, we fucking love this. We love this. Yep. So if you love us as much as we love you, <laughs> subscribe, share, review. I see our reviews went up. I think we have like 12 ratings now. No way. Yeah. Awesome. So keep keep reviewing us. Keep sharing. Post on the Instagram story. All that jazz. All right. All right. We that love you. Said. Peace. Peace.